I really use them as a template, as a model for how I would advance forward in the music industry. Real talk with real people about real topics. And then they turn around and talk about throw some D's on that bitch. This is WOAC Radio. But I just met this bitch with a big ass and no legs, <laughs> and I love her. <laughs> how big is the ass? Powered by OAC Entertainment Incorporated. So I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you guys very, very much. You know what? She's no longer part of River Alpha. What's good? What's good? What is good? Welcome to another rousing rendition of WOAC Radio. This is our official podcast of the original album club, in case you don't know. All right. Um, definitely happy to be here on another week, you know, here on a very special day. Very excited about that. Uh, first off, fellas, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, awesome beats. You doing good? Hey, it's the first of the month. Rent is paid. Electric's paid. Phone's paid. I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, EJ, you good? I'm feeling good. This is the beginning of the greatest month um, out of all 12 of them. You know, I'm a March baby, so I'm, I'm feeling good. Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this very special edition of WOAC Radio. We say very special because it is, in fact, very special because we're actually going to have our first guest of the podcast here today. Very excited. Uh, we're happy to say that uh, the one and only soul music icon, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee of the mighty, mighty OJs. We're going to have Eddie Levert join us a little bit later in the show. So we're very excited about that. Um, get to, you know, chop it up with a little bit with him. And also uh, we'll have some uh, some time for some of the fans uh, to ask questions as well. So uh, this is definitely going to be a lot of fun. And we're very, 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 very excited. Uh, but let's get into it because we're also going to touch on a, a lot of topics as well. In addition uh, to our interview with Eddie LaBert uh, coming up in just a bit. Um, but first, as we always do every single episode, we do start with some uh, with some new music. We talk about the new music uh, that was released during the week. Uh, of course, we mentioned a little bit about it last week. Uh, of course, Big Crit has a new album uh, called Digital Roses Don't Die. I actually haven't gotten the chance to listen to it yet, but I definitely will because I am a fan of, uh, of Big Crit. Uh, also a fan of Robert Glasper, you know, very excited uh, that Black Radio 3 is definitely hidden for sure. Uh, so definitely make sure you check that out. Uh, also, Earth Gang has a brand new album out as well called uh, Ghetto Gods. So uh, definitely, you know, definitely looking forward to hearing that as well. You know, of course, they're from the Dreamville crew. Um, that, of course, includes J. Cole, J.I.D., and of course, our girl Ari Lennox as well, who quiz, of course, we work with her. So, uh, of course, you know, definitely very excited, you know, playing some of Quez's artists on here. So we're going to get it started with some new music. Uh, speaking of Ari Lennox, yeah, they actually uh, collaborated with her on one of the tracks on the new album. So here it is, Earth Gang featuring Ari Lennox with Run 2 right here on WOAC Radio. 
Yo, my whole lot of fleets. We well acquainted with this. <laughs> we well acquainted at this point. <laughs> Fast first date. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Drop my phone. Drop my phone. Uh. I must be one of the lucky ones. Great dick, so so pretty. Live life lightheaded. I'm the madness to the method, man. From a place without no Wu Tang clan, but we got cool clutch claims all up through there. Hustle all we do here. Tryna make it shake till it's popping like a root beer. Made this in a leap year. Next year I be nuclear. Hella hot for loot and hot boxing. Two stories, I don't give a fuck about who here. Always been the underdog, it's over for that bullshit. Born with the skill set, built up the toolkit. Got the pocket presence, it's a breeze on some true shit. Hate when niggas talk, but when they see it, they don't do shit. I'm a simple man, but even that could be confusing. Always Said my check and pass, I have a jump into conclusions Can't have nobody around me that ain't making contributions All I do is run, get high, fucking make music Right, that was a little bit of Earth Gang featuring Ari Lennox Run 2, which is featured on Earth Gang's newest album, Ghetto Gods, released last week. Make sure you go ahead and check it out. All right, now let's get into uh let's get into some uh some news and stuff. Um of course, as you know, uh the culture tour uh featuring new edition Jodeci and Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson, uh in full swing. Uh but I understand Quez that you that there were a, a few, a couple of injuries uh, on the new edition side uh, during their recent show. So tell us about that. Yeah. So on Sunday night, if you went to the Baltimore show on Sunday night, um, you kind of got you got hit hard, kind of three times. Um, first off, it was already announced when the tour was announced that Charlie Wilson would not be in Baltimore due to a prior engagement. So you already missing uh, one third of the culture tour in itself without having Charlie Wilson. But then as the show commenced, by the time New Edition got into the second song, uh, Bobby Brown left the stage and did not return for the duration of the performance. Um, Apparently it's reported as stomach issues in Baltimore. So Bobby had stomach issues. Also Mike Bivens uh, did not stay on stage the entire show. And when he did, he kind of stood towards the back and did modified dance steps after an injury to his ankle. So yesterday, well, not yesterday, Monday. And I mean, oh Lord, Jesus, what is wrong with me? Sunday. Oh boy. <laughs> Sunday, Quest. Hello. Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So Sunday in Baltimore was a rough day on the culture tour. So the fans in Baltimore kind of um, really got half of a show. But um, thankfully, it's being reported that everybody's okay now. And uh, tomorrow on Wednesday will be the big homecoming concert as the culture tour pulls into Boston. All right. So we should be at full strength in Boston. 
Awesome. Well, glad to hear that both Bobby and Mike are doing okay. Because uh, I know this is definitely a tour that everybody has been waiting on since the new edition movie. And what? How long ago was, did that come out? Like 2018, 2019? I want to say. No, no, no. The new edition the, like the movie actually came out in 2017. So, yeah. Ooh. Okay, yikes. Yeah, so it's been a, a long time coming. So I'm glad that, you know, they're doing okay and they're doing better and they're getting ready to uh, do what they do uh, and put on for their hometown of Boston, Beantown. So, yeah, shout out to New Edition. Shout out to Josie and Uncle Charlie as well. Okay, now the SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, went down on Sunday. And, of course, uh, it aired on television and it honored some of the year's best in TV and film. Uh, so it looks like uh, the cast of Ted Lasso and Secession uh, actually won for their ensemble work in Best Television Comedy and Drama, while the cast of CODA celebrated their win for Best Motion Picture Ensemble. Uh, meanwhile, uh, actors from the hit Netflix uh, sh uh, movie Squid Game uh, actually uh, won in the drama acting categories. And also uh, Will Smith and Michael Keaton offered emotional acceptance speeches for their wins uh, in the lead male acting in a motion picture and male actor in a TV movie or miniseries respectively. Um, now, of course, you know, Will Smith, he is uh, definitely an Oscar frontrunner for his role as Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams for the movie King Richard. Uh, he actually won his first ever uh, SAG Award, uh, Best Lead Actor. So that means, you know, it, it could the Oscar could be next. So we'll see about that. What do you guys think about that? It's kind of long overdue. Will Smith had a lot of roles that were nominated. Um, unfortunately, he was going up against a lot of competition in a lot of those uh nominations but um seeing king richard um i would say it would be well deserved he, he did do a, a exceptional job with the uh role i'm just seeing a lot of people that are downing the role because of who king richard is as opposed to just the betrayal of in the movie and it's kind of it's it's kind of odd to me but besides that he deserves it Yeah, I absolutely agree, for sure. It's definitely, like, a good movie. So, yeah. Um, any other thoughts about that before we get into the messy part of it? Ooh, because, <laughs> yeah, there is some, some mess going on. I think, I think we could just go on right into it. All right, so Leah, let's get into a let's get into the mess here. So uh, for those of you who may or may not know, it was a little bit of a controversy on the red carpet. You know, uh, Will was there with his wife Jada Pinkett Smith, and they were actually being interviewed uh, by Laverne Cox. For those of you who may not know, uh, that is the trans actress uh, best known for a role in Orange Is the New Black, and also a few other things. So she was actually like a guest commentator uh, for a publication or whatever, and of course, you know. She actually, uh, you know, actually, you know, said a, a, a not so uh, a not so cool joke in regard to it. Um, basically, the word entanglement. Yeah, you can pretty much figure it out from there. So and it was the way she said it too. She's just like, we're looking forward to more this and this and more entanglements. It was like, whoa, that's that's not something you say. Yeah, I mean, I get where she was trying to go at, you know, trying to get her Joan Rivers on and everything, but 
Yeah, it was in poor taste. You know, it was in. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely in, in poor taste and kind of tacky, you know. And yeah, I don't know if she's gonna be invited to too many more red carpets as a commentator anymore after that. I'm just, I'm just gonna put it out there for sure. And hey, you know what's bad. crazy? I disagree. I disagree heavily. I think that it's fair game. <laughs> I do, I do. I disagree heavily. I think that it's fair game. You know, once you put stuff out there, it's fair game, and you don't get to pick and choose when it comes up. You don't. And shout out to Will and Jada for handling it appropriately. Um, I wish we actually could have played the clip because she said, you know, we hope you win it all, Will. We look forward to all the great things you have coming down the pipeline. Uh, We're happy to see you doing more movies and more TV. Jada, you know, we're looking forward to Red Table Talk, you know, and hopefully no more entanglements. And they said we're looking forward to more entanglements. No, she said, we're looking forward to more Red Table Talk. She said, and hopefully no more entanglements. And that's what made Jada said, no, we're past that, when she was laughing. Okay. Um, I thought that, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great moment. I don't think it was a bad moment. But like I always say, you don't get to pick and choose when stuff comes up. Once you put it out there, it's out there, and it's on you to deal with it. Yeah, I understand that. And I just heard like one big old loud noise. What the heck happened? I have no idea. We're being haunted, I think, right? I think Clubhouse is glitching today because the sound that I heard earlier, I closed the app and came back and it's gone. So I don't know what that yeah, is. You said you heard OJ's. I had to double check and make sure I played it right. <laughs> right. Hello? Like, wait, hello? Like we're hearing Dynasty in our ears. What you listening to? Listen, <laughs> I closed the app and came back and it was gone. But it was definitely the replay from yesterday, which I did not replay. So I was like, I don't know what this is. So I think Clubhouse may be glitching, but it's okay. Um, Good but job. Yeah, I just, <laughs> but I just think it's not me; it's Clubhouse. But anyway, know. I just think I think that I think that uh, they handled that as the professionals that they are. Um, they they handled that really well. They laughed it off and they kind of went with the joke. Um, definitely, I thought Will was gonna start crying again, but he didn't. So shout out to Will Smith. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, nah, if anything, he left all those tears, you know, he saved those tears for when it counted, you know, when he got upstage to accept his award. And that's how it should be. And and my thing is, it's like a couple things. Uh, for one, I look at it like I agree with Quiz. It's just like when you put something out there, you can't really control the, the narrative or when it comes back up. But it's kind of like if I, I'm not going to go up to Jay-Z and be like, yeah, you know, I love 444 when you was talking about cheating on your wife. And I can't hear the, I can't wait to hear how y'all did better in your marriage and da, da, da. Like, I just personally, I wouldn't do that. Just on like a moral standpoint, I wouldn't. But from a, uh, I guess, an entertainment, uh, I don't know what you would call her, entertainment figure in, in that capacity. I'm just like, I, it, it makes sense, but I personally wouldn't have gone there. And it looked like it was something that just came off, off the top of the head when she said it. So I, I can tell she didn't have any malicious intent. It just came off a little tacky. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, anyway, you know what? Lesson learned. And hey, some people do enjoy the mess. And by some people, I do mean quiz. So with that being said. I going to say you. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. I don't enjoy mess. It's just that. You're I entertained by it. I, I am admitted. entertained by it. It's highly entertaining. <laughs> um, hey, I, think I, watched... I enjoy mess. <laughs> I enjoy certain types of mess. Nothing wrong with a, oh a, a little God. mess there now and then. I was thinking the same thing EJ was thinking, but I thought he was going to bring up like an elevator to Jay-Z. 
and that might get you flat. Oh wow. Oh God. And on that note, man, but yeah, would, shout I, out. You know what's crazy? If I was an interviewer, I would definitely bring it up with Jay Z. I'd be like, I'd be like, so you know, how did you how did you feel when the whole world saw that video of your sister in law kicking the hell out of you in the elevator? And this is exactly why you are an agent and a manager and not a reporter, Quiz. This is exactly why. <laughs> this is exactly why. They wouldn't, they wouldn't why. even grant the interview with Quiz. Like, seriously. All right. And, of course, uh, shout out to Will. Of course, once again, outstanding performance by a male actor in a motion picture for uh, King Richard. So shout out to him. Also, a few other uh, awards. Uh, we got to give a shout out to Michael Keaton. He won outstanding performance by a male actor in a TV series, TV movie or miniseries for Dope Sick, which is actually a really good film as well. Uh, talking about, you know, the opioid addiction crisis. Uh, Mayor of Easttown uh, won a few awards as well. I'm mad that Kate Winslet won over freaking Cynthia Revo for Genius, which is crazy. Which is crazy and psycho, but um, and it looks like a few other favorites won. Um, I understand Jennifer Hudson won for Aretha, which I'm actually low key shocked. I'm not even gonna lie. Wait, which um, which genius? No, is actually that? no. That was and uh, genius Aretha. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and she didn't win uh the SAG award. She won the NAACP Image Award. That's why I got confused with. Uh, but yeah, the uh female actor in leading role that actually went to Jessica Chastain for the Eyes of Tammy Faye, which is actually a really good movie. You guys, if you have not watched it, it's really good. It's, it's real really good. good. It's I had really, no really idea good. all of that happened like that. It was great to watch. Man, shout out, shout out to uh to Christianity. Yeah, shout out to Christianity. I hate you. Um, also, uh, Ariana DeBose actually won a Best Female Actor in a Supporting Role for West Side Story. I've been hearing, you know, some mixed reviews about West Side Story. I know it didn't do that well in the box office, but it's receiving a lot of critical acclaim. So I might have to watch that. I might have to watch that for sure. So, all right. So shout out to uh, all the winners of uh, the SAG Awards. And I think next is the Oscars. And I think that's actually being held, uh, I think, later this month, as a matter of fact. Because it was supposed to be last month, but they moved it because of COVID or whatever. So... Yeah, we'll see who takes home uh, that big golden man. All right. Uh, so let's get. Um, I think about the Oscars. I think about Isaac Hayes running from the back of the theater to accept the award for us. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that was that was that was racist. They had him all the way yeah. the behind the soundboard. <laughs> like he ran. That was racist. Ran did the same so thing. So far, Prince. it was so far from the stage that you know the music for Chef. By the time he got to the stage, it was already his vocals. That's how far he ran. That's like 17 minutes. <laughs> they did the same thing with Prince. When Prince won for uh, Purple Rain, he was probably almost 80% as far back as uh, Isaac was when he won for the Shaft. But what's amazing is when her won two years ago, she right. was on the second row. So we made progress. We went from behind the soundboard to right in front of the soundboard to the second row. And then this year, we got a bunch of sisters hosting the Oscars too, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall. So yes. we're making progress, y'all. Baby steps. Uh, but Jesse Collins is also producing the Oscars too. So we're making we're making progress, y'all. Oh wow. Okay. Well, hopefully that will translate to us getting more trophies. That's what that's what I'm looking for. But yeah, it's making definitely making some progress. So We'll definitely see. Uh, also happening last week was, of course, the uh, 2022 NAACP 
Image Awards, uh, which was presented on Saturday. Well, the televised portion was on Saturday on BET, but they also had uh, awarded some trophies uh, in the couple of days prior to the actual live ceremony. So uh, quite a few of our favorites won. Um, it looks like Jennifer Hudson actually received the biggest award of the night, which was Entertainer of the Year, beating out Lil Nas X, Megan Thee Stallion, Regina King, and Tiffany Haddish, for that award. She also won Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture for Respect. Uh, Will Smith, Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture for uh, King Richard as well, beating out some heavy hitters, which he'll probably face off against uh, in the Oscars pretty soon. One of them definitely he will, uh, Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, he also beat out Jonathan Majors for The Harder They Fall, Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah, and Mahershala Ali for Swan Song. And uh, outstanding motion picture that actually went to the harder day fall, which it should because that was definitely a great movie as well. Uh, other winners uh, really include, yeah, really good movie. Uh, other winners include uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, he won outstanding supporting actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, Regina King, outstanding supporting actress for the harder they fall. Outstanding animated motion picture Encanto which uh, I'm definitely feeling as well. Uh, outstanding comedy series, no shocker there, that went to Insecure. Uh, outstanding actor in a comedy series that went to Anthony Anderson for Blackish. I believe that was his ninth award uh, in that category in a row, so kudos to him. Uh, outstanding actress in a comedy series, of course, that's Issa Rae for Insecure. Uh, outstanding drama series, Queen Sugar. Okay. Um, outstanding actor in a drama series that went to Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Outstanding actress drama that went to, uh, of course, our girl uh, Angela Bassett uh, for 911. Outstanding TV movie limited series that went to Colin in Black and White on Netflix. Uh, outstanding actor in a TV movie or limited series that went to Kevin Hart for True Story. Outstanding actress in a limited series that went to Taraji P. Henson for Annie Live. I did not know that was even eligible, but okay. Uh, shout out to her. Outstanding new artist that went to Saweetie. Man, again, who, whoever is on Saweetie's team, come on now. Beautiful shout out games. to my brother. Shout out to my brother, Max Goose. Uh, <laughs> who's Sweetie's manager? Shout out to Max uh, and the great marketing uh, strategy that they have. I love it. I don't know how you could keep winning Best New Artists for three years, but I mean, hey, keep doing it. Yeah, for sure. And beautiful then, uh, gowns. beautiful cows. Oh my God. And then, like the last three, I'll say uh, Anthony Hamilton, outstanding male artist, Jasmine Sullivan, outstanding female artist, and outstanding album that went to Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. So, a full list of winners you can actually check out on the line. But yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. And that's pretty much all. Still mad that, you know, you know, that Ari didn't win or that, you know, Tamar's podcast didn't win. But it's okay. You know, quite still get can I give Still my acceptance speech? Can I give my acceptance speech here? I go ahead. Go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. Oh, here we go. Go <laughs> ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking, yo. We, I didn't win. Uh, none of my clients won. Um, however, uh, one of my main clients, SWV, they did perform at the after party, um, which was also the the courtyard of where we taped the awards. So it was awesome. Uh, I got to actually party with people like Issa Rae and Kerry Washington. So it was a good, it was a good event. It was a good event. Um, we did lose um, the podcast. I am salty because Tamar's podcast lost to 
Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley's podcast, but Kim is also family, so I got to kind of let that slide. But shout out to Jamil Hill for Jamil Hill, um, her podcast. She actually won in three categories. So shout out to Jamil Hill. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And also, uh, someone actually hit me up uh, that there's actually um, one of our members that's listening. Uh, shout out to Daria. Uh, one of her clients was actually nominated for an NAACP Image Award uh, this year as well because, uh, you know, she works in PR. Uh, the movie is called African America, which was actually nominated for Outstanding International Motion Picture this year. So, yeah, congratulations. Congrats. Congratulations to Daria, you know, for the nomination. You know, Kudos to you for show. All right, so uh, let's get into uh, some more music here. Um, and then you definitely don't want to miss out because uh, who do we have next, Quez? Um, just this guy, like this random guy. <laughs> not um, just this guy. You might have heard of you him. You might have heard of him. This, this, you might random, this random guy, he, he sings in some group. Um, he's they been doing a couple of albums. Yeah, they just like they sold. They went like plastic plywood, something like that. They no golds, no platinums, none of that. Um, they're not inducted anywhere. Uh, just this little group called the OJ's, and this little guy, um, Eddie Levert, that you may have heard of. Uh, Man, not you calling him little guy. Jesus Christ, okay? He's going to curse you out after this, I promise you. Um, But anyway, yes, the iconic Eddie LaVert of the Mighty Mighty OJs is coming up really soon. So, matter of fact, let's go ahead and let's get into an OJs classic. Here is Time to Get Down, because we're getting ready to get down in just a bit. This is WOAC Radio. Let's get into it. Yeah. 
is the original album club the mighty mighty OJs we are inside WOAC radio and as you can see we have a very special guest but you know what Quez I'm gonna let you do the honors because you know this your family so go ahead and we'll pass the floor over to you my man ladies and gentlemen we have an icon in the building a legend rock and roll hall of fame a BT lifetime award recipient multi-platinum multi-gold album and single one of the greatest singers to ever touch a microphone and to me one of the baddest performers to ever step on the stage my pop the one and only mr eddie lavert of the mighty oj wow 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 What's happening, Pop? Wow, Welcome. Thank you for coming, sir. Wow, man. I, you know, with all the people that you know and 
all the people that you know like i know and you put me put me in a place man i'm speechless jeez boy well pop what can i say how you doing man i'm good i'm good you know pop i i've always held you in high regard i've always thought you were one of the best even though every time you beat me up because you'd be like you don't show me love on social media <laughs> <laughs> But I do because uh, I love you to death, and I think at times, um, because of our closeness, I think at times that I don't show enough public admiration for you. So this room today is exactly what I wanted to do, so that you feel the love coming from me specifically to you. Listen, well, you know, hey, hey man, like all those, all those other guys that I see you hugging and saying, this is my. This is one of my favorite people. They're my favorite people too. You know what I'm saying? And like um, in the last couple of years, in the last few days, it's just been a lot, very traumatic for me because we've lost some really great people. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's like uh, I'm I'm just happy to be around, to be able to to talk to people and say things, and you know. Uh, hey, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Absolutely, we appreciate you for coming and checking us out. This, this little bitty uh, platform, you know, someone of your stature, you know, I, I know you're real busy. <laughs> no, I'm not that busy, man. You know, like I, you know, during this period, I've had a chance to do something that I've always loved to do. And that is, I love to paint. And so uh, for the last couple of weeks, well, you know, what, what drew me back into it, I was watching, I, I forget the guy's name, but he, he had a, a painting up that looked like it was done by a, 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 a three-year-old and they paid him $7 million for it. And so I ran right back to my casita and got my paintbrush and started. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I can do better than him. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't feel like I I could do better because geometrically, everything was solid. He what he did was solid, but what he the subject matter to me was just not hold it seven million dollars. Hold it, let me go back in and see what I can do. I, I ran back immediately, and I've been painting for about the last. Uh, couple of weeks because I, I did something for my goddaughter's daughter for her uh, her her birthday and then I did something for Ryan for her birthday which is tomorrow so uh, you know I've been painting for the youngsters and um, you know I, I enjoy doing it it's 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 one of my loves other than singing Wow, that is awesome. A jack of all trades for sure. No. Um, hey, I, I just got to call it like it is, sir. Uh, but, but man, it's like, it's truly an honor and a privilege to have you here as a person. Although I'm definitely a young buck uh, by, by any means. And EJ, of course, is younger than me. Uh, but as, you know, <laughs> growing up, you know, with, you know, my mother and my grandmother blasting your music all this time and i literally grew up on it and everything like what inspires you to continue doing what you do and have just a great 
love for it after all this time. I I, I really I, what it does for me. I really love uh, the, the fans. I really love their response. I love listening to you know. It's like the it, uh, a lot of people my age. Uh, don't really love uh, rap music, but I love rap music. I love it because I think it's the dance music of the day. I think it's the message music of the day. In fact, one of my favorite songs is In the Club, and I think I'm going to do it in my show when we go on tour. This oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Eddie LaVert listens to 50 Cent in the club. This is amazing. Oh, I'm not mad at it. Song. It's I'm not mad at it. Oh, I love it. I, the beat, the you know, his rhythm, his rhyme. You know, he's one of the he's one of the greats. You know, and uh, you know the Jay Zs, the Drakes, the, the 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 you know Will Smith. Uh, you know the the the. I, I just love a lot of those guys because they're they're able to uh, create a mood that is really something that's very contagious and make you want to move your feet, make you want to get up and dance. Now, the other guys like the Little Wayne's, I'm still I'm still a little side a little little bit out the box with them. I don't know. We are too. It's all good. <laughs> we are too. <laughs> well, you know, I can't knock what they do, but I just I haven't been able to really sit down and uh digest it, if that's a good word for it. You know, you know what's crazy? And this is Beats Gordy talking. I'm not surprised that you like rap music because being born in the 80s, the very first OJ song I heard was Have You Had Your Love Today. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not surprised by that. I do have a question about your dates with uh, Philadelphia International. Uh, from looking at the history, you guys were the third release from the uh, label with Backstabbers. But how was it working with some of the artists on the label, particularly um, Billy Paul, uh, Patty LaBelle, of course, and also uh, Teddy Pender? It was, it, it, that was a, you know, people like to feel like uh, the rap game is very competitive. But you gotta remember, all, all of those guys were getting hit records. And so it was a very competitive atmosphere. You know, because at that time, you know, we were competing with uh, Harold Melvin, the Blue Notes, the the Intruders, the Delphonics, let's say the Temptations. So this this music business has always been a very competitive thing. And working with people like Billy Paul, Teddy Pendergrass, all, you know, you, you we were all in line to try to get those. I used to feel like... Uh, they were giving us uh, all the message songs, like message in the music, uh, uh, give the people what they want for the love of money. They were giving Teddy Pendergrass, close the door. Uh, they were giving him the songs that made the girls just want to faint. And I used to go and complain all, even though we were getting hit records, I used to complain. Listen, man, Pancho, I need to sing that close the door. I need to say, I need to make the girls, you know, want to go and jump in the bed with me. And they would tell me what, you know, you, you're getting hits. Well, there, there shouldn't be any problems. There was problems because I, I wanted to, 
make the girls scream too. So, so would you say that Teddy Pendergrass was your biggest competition at the label? Yeah, I'd have to say that. I'd have to say that. I, I, I would have to say that even when he was with the the Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, that we were very competitive because they were he was still getting hits like The Love I Lost and uh, you know, those kind of songs. Plus McFadden and Whitehead was writing those songs for them. Like the uh, Ain't No Stopping Us Now, Kenny Gamble was really wanted us to sing that song. But McFadden and Whitehead felt like they wanted to be on the charts. And so they wrote the song and they wouldn't give it up. They wouldn't let, they said, oh no, we can't let those days have this. We gotta do this ourselves. So that's how competitive it was. You know, Bonnie Sigler, he one of the greatest singers in the business, but he could not, for some reason, he just couldn't get that record that would uh, go through radio for him, even with his, the great singing voice he had. So everything was very competitive, man. Uh, the let me make love to use and all of that kind of stuff. Like they would rather play for the love of money. I love music, love train, other than here uh, regularly us doing, uh, you know, the, the ballads and all that. But we did get away with a few like Forever Mine and Loving You and those things, we and You My Sunshine. We got a few, you know, I, I can't say we didn't get our care, but uh, I wanted to do Close the Door. I wanted to do, come here woman. You know what I'm Man, I felt that just now. See, I, I, you, should, you, you should have, yeah, I, I agree with you, sir. I agree. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'm these, done. these are these are monumental. Don't give me the talking, man. I get the talking. Hey, oh, we, we, we don't, don't mind at all, sir. Like this is <laughs> got nothing but time. For sure, for sure, man. Um, all the classic love songs that you guys are responsible for, and all the great music in like overall, like you said, you know love train let me make love to you i love music and on and on and on like it's is there like a particular song when you hit the stage that you that you would say i wouldn't necessarily say your favorite but you know songs that you know kind of you know hype you up a little bit and get you excited when you're on the stage i i i love i love really singing uh i love music but my favorite, favorite song of all times that we've done is Backstabbers. I, I just love the music. I love where it came from. I love the, you know, because it was the first record, our first hit on Philly International. It was our very first hit. And the, you could tell from the time that they cut the rhythm track, that's the rhythm track without even the horns and strings no backgrounds no lead on it you could tell that it was a special song and the more stuff we put on it like the background we went and put the backgrounds on it just went to another level then we, we went and put the lead vocals on it went to another level and then when they finally put the final mix on it and like uh the orange and strings and mixed it down it went to another level it was just a 
fantastic record and it really kicked off our career to the point that uh it made us it, it made us uh, uh hall of fame people that's what that's the beginning of our hall of fame uh, uh you know race to the hall of fame yeah i agree that's definitely one of the songs that you have to say with your entire chest because especially full blast smiling in your face all the time they want to take your place man i felt that absolutely you gotta you gotta do you gotta do pop favorite part because every time he and kasha he say my part (laughs) 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 yeah right 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 well you know you gotta you gotta remember that uh my partner, Walt Williams, one of the greatest singers that I've ever performed with. He, you know, Walt, his voice is impeccable and his range is impeccable. And, you know, I had to do something. And I used to tease him all the time because he sung, um, he sung the song, She Used to Be My Girl, all the way through. And I had to find a part in there that I could fit in. So I, so when I did the shoot-oos, I told him, I told him, you know, the song wouldn't be nothing if I didn't do the shoo-doo, shoo-doo. I, I said, it lot. would be nothing. Nobody would even recognize that song without that part. He gets, he gets what? That's a pivotal part in that song. <laughs> that's a big part in that song. Um, I have a quick question. Uh, as Paige said earlier, I'm, I'm <laughs> the young guy in the group. So with with all of this great music, this this great catalog, um, I remember a little shortly after you wanted up doing the movie Fighting Temptation. So I don't know if you have any uh, great memories of that. And was Beyonce just was she just like fanning the ground that you walk on? And just I wondered like how that whole experience was. What you, you, you're talking about a beautiful woman, a beautiful woman. She used to come to the set. She came in one day with this black dress on that had red flowers and stuff on it. And everybody just almost fell down on the floor looking at her. And, you know, then then when we did the 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 scene, the scene where we were in the auditorium and we were doing the uh, uh, the 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 song that her and Walt sang and we were doing we were doing the intro. And I was, she'd come up to me, how do you do this certain step? And I would show her how to do it. And we would do it when the when the camera started rolling. Just to watch, see, there were so many great people in that movie. When you think about it, it was a Steve Harvey. It was Beyonce. It was uh, like the majority of those people that were in that movie just seemed like it was a stepping stone for them to get to the place that they was going to be superstars. And, you know, just to say that, uh, you know, I know those people and I've worked with those people. The only person that I really, I really just got a grudge against is Montel Jordan because we used to play uh, Madden in between shoots and he just beat me down till I was just, he oh no! Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, just beat me up, and then he talked mess, and I'd go back every day, and he beat me up, and still now today, he still talked about how he beat me up. Oh no! And I still, I hate him. 
<laughs> oh, oh my gosh, man. So one thing I will say, what I what I got from that is that Beyonce, you know, she's this great dancer and whatnot, but you taught her a couple dance moves. So she learned a little what she knows from the great Eddie Levert. Oh, yeah. That's what well, I got. If you, I didn't teach her how to do that other thing that you do. Oh. It, you know, that other thing she Uh-oh. Does, that's her thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. Well, once again, we have the iconic, the legendary Eddie Levert with us on WOAC Radio. Uh, We're going to get into another OJ classic, but after that, uh, we're going to have Dennis Doc Williams come up. Uh, Eddie, of course, you're familiar with him, your musical director of the OJs. I can't uh, get rid of this guy. (laughs) oh my gosh so yeah we're gonna bring them up a little bit and also we're gonna have some of our audience members uh give them the chance to come up and chat as well but first let's get into man one of the greatest love songs ever performed of all time this is let me make love to you let's get into that woac radio let's get into it Just, 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 just Let me make love to you, baby I won't hurt, I won't hurt I treat you ever so gentle I make every little thing alright Honey, you never forget this night Just let me Be better than better, neater than neater, sweeter than sweeter. I promise I'll do anything you want me to. Everything a man in love would do. When the Yeah! 
All right, all right. This is WOAC Radio, and y'all just heard that bad, bad man, Mr. Eddie LaVert, along with his partner in crime, Mr. Walter Williams Sr. on Let Me Make Love to You. Coming to the stage right now, we got a friend. If you guys were in the room yesterday, and um, Pop, you'll like this. Yesterday, we actually played the Live in New York um, album. So the, the album that y'all recorded at the King's Theater with some of the new records and some of the hits, we played that in the room yesterday. And uh, wow. I was able to get Doc to come in yesterday. So Doc is back today. Y'all, one more time, welcome to the stage. OJ's musical director, Mr. Dennis Doc Williams. Boo, boo. <laughs> Welcome, Doc. Welcome back. Hey, Doc, you got to press that microphone in the bottom right corner to unmute yourself, Doc. Okay, I can get there it. You go. How you feeling? How you doing? How you doing, Mr. LeVert? Boo, boo. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Hey, but you all have the master. You got the right person on the show. You got the master. Who's done it for what fifty years now? You can't get no more money. I'm not giving you a raise, no matter what. You <laughs> oh. say. No matter what. You say. All right. This is how. This is black on black crime. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, how you All doing? right. So what you up to, my man? Listen, I'm. I'm trying to put out that new stuff that we just did, because uh, whether you know it or not, Marquez, we and Dennis, for the last couple of years, have been working on a, a new album that I, I'm calling. Uh, I'm calling. Uh, well, I just did it. Uh, and, uh, it's one of my solo efforts, and I'm calling it. It ain't easy. So he just did all the arrangements on all the songs and. Um, I think he he outdid himself on this on this particular record, and um, you know he he's been pounding me for more money. So, boo boo boo. <laughs> Not true, but <laughs> I am dying. We hey, you know you guys, what, Pop? Yeah. We we look forward to whatever new music you put out. The last album um, was really great. Um, you know, no, I this love... is this is really. This is really, really, really special. This record is, uh, you know, um, I, I, like I say, Doc really, really out, outshine, outshone himself this time and made it uh, real special, a real special work this time. And I think if we can get it heard on social media, on radio or whatever, if we can get it heard, uh, I think people are gonna love it. It's gonna be really great. Well, you know, when we get ready, when you get ready, you know, we got it. Well, you're gonna be one of the first people I call. And when I don't hear you playing it, man, I'm gonna really be on you. <laughs> oh, let us know, cause we'll back you up. Yeah, we'll back you up, <laughs> yup. <laughs> we'll, we'll all get him, right? Like, we have no problems. We have no problem at all. <laughs> in, all in, in, in all sincerity, the uh, the project that we worked on. I mean, it's, uh, let's make no no mistake that Eddie is the originator. I mean, he most of the the stuff is written by him, 
but when you listen to it, you'll hear that you'll hear a progression from yeah. the first couple of projects to this that is uh, noticeably, and I say noticeably, uh, unashamedly, noticeably better than than anything that's uh, happened in the past. So yeah. I think it's worth listening to. It it will be well received if it gets played. If it gets if it gets a, just a reasonable amount of airplay and exposure, I think the people will speak and agree that uh, the project was worthwhile and something worth purchasing. Yeah, we we had a ball doing it. It was like uh, it's been two years in the works. It's like all through the the pandemic and before the pandemic, we worked on this record. And, uh, so we finally got place where it's gonna we're gonna release it this month uh before the month is out you should be able to hear some of it okay perfect and then you know we'll both hold down steve harvey and beat him up until he plays it <laughs> absolutely yeah, and if you need me to get him i'll get him too yeah yeah we'll know, get he's from cleveland too and you know he's you know he he didn't he done blew up the Asni. He's really big, right? Sorry to even get him on the phone. Yeah, you can't. We could barely talk. We could barely catch the United days. He got six hundred jobs. As a matter of fact, uh, I saw <laughs> a commercial for his judge show. He's a judge. He got the radio show, Family Feud. He hosted all these award shows. We Steve don't even know us no more, man. man I mean, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is he the judge of? That's a, <laughs> that's a good question. That is a very good question, Mr. LeVert. He has his own. I mean, they gave really. No, so he has his own courtroom show now. It's called Judge Steve, and it comes on, I think, tonight. I think it comes on Tuesday nights on ABC. Yeah, but what is he judging? Like court cases, just like Judge Rackett. What? Like it's like, yeah, but no, 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 Quinn. They're not real court cases. I mean, it's like small claims. It's only, like it's like small he's claims. He's the only judge. Court. <laughs> he's the only judge that was never a judge. Yeah, right. no <laughs> I mean, nowadays they give Come anybody on, uh, a judge show. They gave Jerry Springer a judge show. So, <laughs> like, you can all see what happened there. Okay. Now, y'all Jerry, Springer, know, Jerry Springer was a politician. Y'all both know. Jerry anybody. Springer was a was a was a a, a, a mayor or. Governor, I think a mayor of the city. Yeah, he was a mayor. Yeah, and he now had, and he had a anybody... law background, so he knew something about the law. Steve ain't never don't know the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh now y'all know if anybody could get a check, we need to put Steve the wait. We need yeah. to put the law on him. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, put the law on him. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so here's here's what we gonna do, y'all. Um, Pop and Doc, we got a couple of our faithful members and faithful listeners who love you guys to death. Um, that are just want to come up and ask a couple of questions. Um, this very first fan, though, uh, or met, she's a member of our group, and she's become a very close friend of mine, Ashley. She has, um, she is actually an entire Levert family lover. Um, when I met her, she didn't know my affiliation with you, but she loved you from that moment I met her. And then when I, when she found out my affiliation, she's never like asked probing questions or nothing. She's just been consistent with loving you, Gerald, Sean, and the entire Trouble production. So 
Ashley's on stage. So, Ashley, this is your moment to talk to Eddie Levert. Hi, up, everybody. Ashley? Hello, up, Ashley. Everybody? Hi, Hi. Eddie Levert. How are you? How are you doing, darling? I am great. I'm actually fantastic. You are making my day right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm making my month, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you how much I love the Mighty Mighty OJs. I definitely love you. I love Gerald Levert. I love your son. I love them. I love them both so much um oh my gosh your music um i've been listening to it since i've been a little girl i might be young at heart but i have an old spirit <laughs> um i've always hung out with my my grandparents and literally i just we always used to listen to old school music so i've been in love with the ojs i mean my favorite song is for the love of money um backstabbers um cry together i love it all so wow I just wanted to let you know I'm really a big fan. Quez is not lying. I literally, when they, whenever it comes time to do any kind of voting and it's any kind of battle, they already know what my answer is. It's a all the way. She's not lying either. Not lying she is not lying. Every single like music battle we do here, whenever OJ's or anything Levert related plays, that's automatically our vote to the point where we don't even ask for a vote because we know exactly where she's going to. <laughs> Never, never, every single time. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something funny. Pop, I'm gonna tell you something funny. I played um, the song that UMG did by Millie Jackson one time, and nobody would listen to that song. And then when I said, Well, Eddie and Joe wrote it, everybody was like, That song, we like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how it was. (laughs) Like, never falter once. Well, that's great, Ashley. I mean, Ashley, I don't I, look. You leave me speechless. See, we need more fans like you. We need more people like you. Be you young, be you whoever. I think the more people, uh, not not trying to discredit anyone of today or today's music, but we you you when you listen to a Gerald Levert or uh, uh, OJ record, you gotta know one thing, that our heart and soul is in that music. And we sing them from the heart, from the soul. And uh, we, we we sing them to get the reaction that you're giving, Ashley. And uh, I love you for it. Oh, thank you so much. I do have a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Go. Thank you. Um, so me and my friends want to know, uh, what's the best song or playlist to get in the mood? Oh God. <laughs> wow. What, what, what mood? What mood? You know, it's upsetting. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley. want to know, you know? <laughs> I mean. What mood are you trying to get in, Ashley? Um, a rom- Dancing? A romantic mood. A... Oh, wow. You know, whatever wow. mood. Whatever mood you think we, we need to be getting in. Well, okay. right, now, right, right now, Ashley, the people that are really doing a great, great job in mood music, I'd have to say it's Bruno Mars. I really love what they're doing. Uh, You know, like... Uh, Looking out the window, uh, the the one before that, I think they've really captured captured 
what moves music is. I think that people like Peebo Bryce, I think that people, people like Johnny Gill, people like Charlie Wilson, people like, uh, 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 let me see, Jeffrey Osborne, The Whispers. You know, there's so many people that you could use to get in the mood at. Uh, and then, of course, you got the OJs. We, we do, that's what we do, mood music. We, we set the stage for a lot of babies in this world. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is definitely that's a fact. That is definitely a fact. I can, I'm almost certain I'm one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one of them. I'm not even going to lie. I'm, well, I'm definitely uh, one of them. You know, just to tell you, and I can't just go with one particular song because we had so many great songs. And coming from a lot of the people, I, some of the people I have, you know, who's a great mood person. And I have to tell you this, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's Smokey Robinson. He he has been doing mood music forever, and and then you you, you you turn around and you got a lot of these young kids like uh, that are doing a great this. Uh, I can't even think of the name of the song, but they always play it when they're showing food, and uh, she's talking about. Uh, I could do this for hours and hours. You, oh, you wow. Know this? Oh, That's money the song. long. It's called Hours and Hours. Yeah. That's called yeah. Hours and Hours, yeah. Oh, man. Do you know? You know look, I needed to have that song. That's what I I think she, she really did a great job on that song. And you're talking about a great mood setting song. That song right there is uh, it's right on point. You know what? Pop, normally I agree with everything you say. I hate that song. What? Hate that song. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He's a hater. He's and it, and it's funny he says that because I don't like Bruno Mars and one of y'all songs that you did with Bruno Mars, I actually like it. So y'all converted me slightly. Good job, EJ. He, 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 Bruno Mars, look, you mean you can't, you don't like Out the Window? Oh, Smoking Out the Window? It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. We really? told you EJ is a child. EJ is a child he doesn't know. Yeah, I, I'm the one that always has the, I'm always the contrarian in the group. Right. Wow, EJ. Shoot EJ. We, we've been, try, we've keep, been trying. I keep telling the pop we don't need him on the team. No more. He, he, he he's going. a miserable person. Oh, my God. Hilarious. You know, EJ, you know how I always say I be rooting for you? Well, um, now that I've heard from the great uh, lips of Mr. Eddie Levert, I'm going to have to, I'm going to go ahead and stick beside him. So, EJ, I'm so sorry. You lost. That's your man. You're going to stick beside him. That's my man's, and I'm going to stick beside him. So, you didn't lost one over here. Hilarious. But, EJ, what is it you don't like about it? It's not necessarily that I don't like it. I just. I feel like the soul that he's going after, I don't feel the soul. Like, I think technically the music, it, it always hits. is great chord progressions, great musicality. But you can tell that he's he's going after the OJ sound, the Philadelphia. Yeah, well, the, absolutely. Abs absolutely. And I think he's done a great job of capturing. He, capturing he's, he's very talented. And I think, he, I think that he's trying to be, he's, He's doing a good job at it. That's what I'm saying. He's making it sound realistic. He's giving it 
the let me let me let me just then at the, the risk of being vulgar he's giving it the balls that it needs nobody else is singing it is doing that kind of music other than him at this point that's a fact everybody else is like uh just so so and but he's being adventurous with it he's giving it another angle and he's adding he's adding drama to it and he's giving he's using the the runs that we've always heard he's doing the, right. the vocals the same way and uh, but uh but i think he he's been able to capture it to and take it to another dimension where the younger people can relate yeah he, he's very talented i can't take that away from him. well safe to say ej's on that island by himself <laughs> Eddie Levert has, has spoken. He, he told me I gotta go, so I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you Ashley did. has one more question, and then we're gonna toss it to Cheryl. So go ahead, Ashley. Okay, last question. I know I heard you earlier just speaking about some of the today's music and some of the artists of today. So I want to know what is like your who would be considered like your favorite, like either a favorite song or a favorite artist for some of these newer artists? Because I know you had listed like a lot of like hip hop and rap artists. So I'm curious, we might be aligned with a few of them. I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I, what you got is, I have a broad spectrum of music that I really love and that I listen to. Like I was telling them earlier, I plan on putting in the club into my show when we come out on tour in July because I love uh, 50 Cent, I love Eminem, that they are the dance music of the day. I, you know, as far as uh, the people that, that I hear on radio now, they're not playing the people that I love on the radio. They're not playing, the only people on the radio that they're playing now that I hear a lot of, and that is, it's a, it's a majority of it. it's like her, Jojo, uh, 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 uh. I'm trying to think of some of the other, the other young ladies that I hear a lot of. And it, it, I, I like what they're doing, but they're not playing a lot of, of male artists on the radio the way they're playing the feet. I think he, yeah, you cut out a little bit, sir. Oh, well, I think you we got you back. I, I was asking Ashley, can you tell me one great male artist that they're playing now, other than females, that they're playing now, other than Charlie Wilson, that they're playing? Can you name me one male artist that they're playing that's dominating the charts other than the rap music? See? Mm. No, wait, wait. One male artist that's dominating that's not on like rapper hip hop. So you just mean like R and B? Yeah, uh, I like Anthony Hamilton. I think I think Usher. No, Anthony Hamilton hasn't had anything new. I think Usher because he still has relevant music. He's about the only one I know that's still coming out with relevant music. Usher would be it. Um, well, it, it, oh, but no, I, I don't want to remember. I said me, I that they're that, that they're playing on the radio now. They're not playing Usher. They're not playing Keith Sweat like like. And you know he's the beggar of all time. You know they're not playing any true male artist 
R&B-wise, or uh, we'll, we'll say just popular music. They're not playing any male artists. They're playing a lot of female artists that are, are not, not belittling them. They're doing a great job, but I don't know whether there's any male artists that are able to compete with what they're playing on the radio. Well, what about Drake? I mean, Drake, Drake is not a singer. That's definitely hip hop. I know he's, he's, a, I he's, know a, he's a rapper. But he also sings. Yeah, but I well, you got what he. I wouldn't call Anthony, what he just singing. I know. And I Ed, know. you got Anthony Hamilton and Kim. Kim, maybe. Well, you know, the, the, I, Kim. Okay, Anthony Hamilton, very soulful. Very soulful. I like it a lot. But you know, I could, you know, I could, you know, Joe, he does some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about that's dominating the chart. You can say Maxwell, but I have a little, I have a, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit outside the room when it comes down to Maxwell because everything sounds the same. He's, he's not giving you a, any differential in his music. All the songs sound like he wrote them all at the same time and and got stuck in that yeah. one room. That's true. That's true. That's very true. All right, we got another uh, longtime member on the stage, Miss Cheryl, who actually happens to be a good friend of Patty B. So what's going on, Hey there, and hi, Mr. LaVert. I am honored to be on the stage with you. And yes, I sent, I had the opportunity to meet Patty probably about 10 years ago through Mutual Friend, and all she does is talk about you. I sent her a text that you on Clubhouse, but she was driving. But at any rate, um, I love, love, love all the music of every last LaVert. And I just want to thank you for decades of good music and timeless music. And for me, Timeless music, you know, I tell my nieces, it's, it's, it's lyrics that I'm not going to be ashamed to sing when I'm in my 70s, 80s, you know, the <laughs> stuff, you know, the stuff that's coming out, you know, I would love to be around when they're like 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s and hear them singing some of the stuff. It's just vile. And, you know, again, it's not, it's not all of them, but a lot of the lyrics and ladies are singing them. I'm like, you know what? I just can't wait to see if that's what you're going to be singing, you know, years from now. And so, again, to me, your music and your lyrics, it's timeless and it's love and it's just it's just wonderful. So I, I just thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, my question really is about For the Love of Money and how did it become the theme song for The Apprentice? Because I know uh, Trump didn't know that song. So how did that come about? Well, oh because he... Because his so program, his that whole Apprentice show was about money, and he wanted that as his theme song because of the money, 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 money. He wanted that as because that was like his theme, and so uh, he 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 paid a lot of money to get that song to be his his theme song, you know. And uh, you you know, like like you're saying about the lyrics that these kids are writing in their songs. Do you don't think that we had a lot to do with the influence of that? You don't think that when we were coming up that we were hearing our parents and 
the other people that were in the street, the pimps and the hoes, they were saying all of these things. And now all these kids are doing is putting in all the things that they was brought up on hearing. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I can't be hypocritical and say that I never said any of these things that they said, but they have been able to be, they are not being, um, they're not being shy about what they've heard because where did they get it from? They had to get it from the, their peers and from the people that they were around. So that was our, that was our generation that influenced these kids and we in our neighborhoods and, and, and I just can't, I just can't say it's all their fault because everything that goes on in the world is learned. You've heard it and that's where you got it from. You, and, and that's why they're able to write it down and to say it the way they're saying. Maybe we all didn't say it that way, but our generation was a little bit uh, part of bringing that into their lives. And now I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for saying that, but we have to take the blame also. We have to take some of the blame that this is what we brought to them and they have started using it. And now we can't look at them and say, you're so awful, where did you get that from? Look at the man in the mirror and then you'll know where it comes from. I hear you. Um, I just hope that maybe the next influence will be different. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just old fashioned. I love love song. I love old lyrics. I just can never form my mouth to say, sing a song that's going to call me the B word or, you know, and, and I mean, they're explicit. That, I'm sure my parents probably thought the music I was listening to was explicit too. What was her name? Absolutely. Donna Summer. Donna Summer, you know, I mean, that was just like a scandalous song with her moaning all through the song. When she did Love to Love, yeah. they felt <laughs> like that was awful. They yeah. thought, look, we did a song called Work On Me. And the lyrics said, why don't you rub my head? Give me, do me a job, put me in bed. They felt like they blackballed that song. <laughs> they blackballed it because they felt like it was the wrong thing to say. Yeah. And now when you listen to what they're saying in songs, you want to say, wow, they didn't allow me to say that. They persecuted me for doing that. That was the generation that we were in. Now that they've grown up and they're now using what their influence was, the, the stuff that they were brought up hearing on the streets, because a lot of these kids were in the streets and they didn't have parents that was going to say, you know, boy, don't be saying that. Boy, you can't say that. They didn't have the guidance that some of us had. And, you know, Cheryl, you were probably one of those ones that, you know, we had guidance and we couldn't say none of those things around our house. Nope. But some of these kids didn't have parents like that and they were brought up in the street. So they, you know, they're a product of their environment. Yeah, that's true. Well said. Well, thank you for that. And I'm glad I'm a part of this club because they play timeless music like yours. So I can come in here and listen and enjoy it and reminisce and argue with the young people who don't appreciate the good music. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Appreciate you, Cheryl. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. And the last, the last person 
that we got is one of our faithful uh, members, one of our day ones, uh, Damon. Damon is in here. Damon's got a question for you, Pop. Hello, hello. Can y'all hear me, bro? We can. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, standing out right here, like, Mr. LeVert. Like, I am very honored to, to be talking to you right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm one of the, the young ones uh, uh, of, the, of the group. Um, but my parents, like, always played the OJs, especially my father. So I'm very uh, well-versed in your music. And I just want to say, like, again, it's an honor. And thank you so much for your music. It's, it's definitely raised me um, as the person that I am today. Um, so my question is to you, um, take me th through, like, I guess, the process of uh, Cry Together, like the recording of uh, Cry Together. It's one of my favorite songs, um, probably my favorite OJ's uh, song. And I just, yeah. It was that that song was uh, something that uh, uh, Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff wrote, and I think that was a song that was more so uh, that 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 Kenny Gamble could could relate to because of uh, you know uh, you get a lot of inspiration from your relationships that you're having with people that you care about. And so Cry Together was something that I could relate to, but you know, because I wasn't always, uh, I, you know, coming up, I didn't always have a lot of girlfriends. So it was like, I was a very sentimental, emotional kind of guy. And, you know, and um, Cry, Cry Together was one of those songs that I could relate to and from the standpoint of that I had a relationship and that I have had a relationship that was so close to me that we have cried together. And so in recording that song, I was able to relate to the lyrics because they were hitting home for me. And um, that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, you know, I, I, I joke with it now when we do it in person. And, uh, you know, uh, and I say a thing like, I want to love you. Uh, I want to love you until you you break out in a cold sweat. I want to love you until you can't forget. And not, then it progressed from there. And I'd say, I want to love you, but I'm too old now. I can't do it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. Thank you so much, Mr. LeVert. Again, like, you and your family mean so much to me. Uh, again, thank you so much for your time, this music, and love to you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you, Damon. And I believe uh, we have one more comment from Beats Gordy, and then we're going to get into our next music break. Beats? Not, 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 not like a, uh, a question, but just... Something that I've been wanting to uh, give the OJs as a gift. Uh, a lot of the great acts have nicknames. Uh, so, Mr. Eddie LeVert, you know, like Michael Jackson, the King of Pop, uh, Whitney Houston's known as the voice. But you guys don't have a nickname, right? So, I wanted to throw two names at you. Now, I got explanations for these names because they go along with you guys' style of music. Uh, the first name, it kind of goes with the style of... Uh, the transition from walk smooth voice to your rough voice. I call you guys the godfathers of good cop, bad cop, so. <laughs> That's one. 
And now the second one, uh, it goes along with one of my favorite songs, of you, of you guys, which is uh, Your Body's Here With Me, But Your Mind Is On The Other Side Of Town. My favorite line, he gives you plenty thrills, but I'm the one that pays your bills. So the second name is The Godfather of Blue Collar Soul. I love it. So either one of those, if you use one, you can have it. And it don't have to be self-proclaimed. It can just be something that just came out from a guy named Beats. So you can use whichever one you want. I mean, we agree with it. So there you I go. like it. I, <laughs> I agree with both of them. You know what I'm saying? But I love the blue collared soul. I love that. that that's uh, Because that's where our, our music resonates the, the most with people who are hardworking people that come home to their families and, you know, drink a beer and put on some old J's and uh, get in the mood and like, like, uh, like Ashley say, you get in the mood and use the old J's to, to set them up for a great evening. Yeah, I always so, said they did yeah, a good blue. times musical. You would probably be voicing the vocals for James Evans Senior. Oh my God, <laughs> All right, Paul. Oh, whatever, got, man. <laughs> we got one more segment. We're going to play a little bit of your bodies here with me. But we got one more segment. Hey, it's Quill, a closing segment. Huh? Just one thing. Hey, Ed, keep on, keep on preaching. Keep on telling the people what's happening out there. I love you. You be good. I'm jumping out. You take right, care, Doc. We appreciate you, sir. Appreciate take you, Doc. Care, Doc. Two I'll days be, in a row. We appreciate look, you. Remember this, Doc. Yeah. The check is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> black on black crime. Remember black, black on black crime if I don't get paid. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, man. Appreciate you. Goodbye. The- Take care. Thanks. Appreciate you, Doc. Appreciate it, Doc. So we're going to get into this quick little music break, but we'll be right back with more of Mr. Eddie LaVert in his closing segment. You'll find out what he has going on, what the OJs are up to, and uh, his final remarks before we close out. So here is one of their bigger R&B records. It's your body's here with me, but your mind is on the other side. The other side of town. Yes.
chasing me around, fooling around. You never deny me, but it kind of hurts me back. Cause you never ever call my name. All I try to do, I just can't break through. I just can't make it. over here hugging myself humming along to this song like mm-hmm. yeah well I, I understand what EJ was talking about Bruno he trying to do that but see uh... <laughs> see, he, see y'all it, see with, with y'all it's just natural it's just it's just it's just grits and collard greens and whatnot he's going <laughs> after he's going after the grits and collard greens oh, oh. yeah he 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 you he, he trying to He's trying to, you know, he getting, he going to Whole Food and getting this college. Whole Foods, right. wow. <laughs> That's the difference. See, see. You're here with okay, a little bit of validation for EJ. We'll give that to him. Uh, anyway, this is WOAC Radio. We are here with our very special guest, the godfather of blue collar soul himself, Mr. Eddie Lavert of the Mighty Mighty OJs. You know, wrapping it up uh, with him. Big question, when are the OJs going back on the road? Because, man, looking at your past performances, we need we need some more of that action uh, going on. So are you guys planning a tour in the future? We're, we're, we're coming out in July. We're going to start probably July 20, 22nd. We, but we're going to do a couple of dates in June. We're going to do a, 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 a date with the Columbus Symphony Orchestra probably june 18th and then we're doing a date in atlantic city on probably june 17th and then we're we're working on the date in houston which will be around about uh, june 19th so we're going to do three shows where we're going to break in the show and then we'll come back and do a little bit more tightening up and then we'll go on tour in july we'll do about the end of july august September, November, and uh, we're hoping y'all get out there and, and buy the tickets. And in the meantime, I do a live on Instagram yes. every Wednesday about five o'clock uh, Pacific Coast and East Coast time. That's about eight o'clock. And me, my 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 daughter Ryan, my grandson Lamica, who is uh, Gerald's son, we we three we do a thing called in our opinion 
And in the meantime, like I say, I'm going to be putting out a new solo record probably sometime this month, which is called yeah, It Ain't yeah. Easy. So I've been I've been working. I've been still. And plus, I paint. And I'm going to be selling some of my paints. And you can maybe get one if you got $7 million. <laughs> I mean, I think Quez, I think Quez might have a few might have a few million. Yeah, I, I might hey, need to borrow hey, a few dollars, but I got it. Hey, right. Hey, not 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 too much, boo. Not too much. Hey yo. Hello. I just got a couple of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, my really gosh. Quick, really quick, I wanna um I kind of wanna touch on this real quick before uh, we let you go, Pop. Um, the new album you're talking about releasing either at the end of this month or the beginning of the next month. Are you open to doing a listening party here on Clubhouse within the original album club with us? I, I, I'd love to. I'll let you know when there's a good time and we'll talk and we'll set it up where I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm putting at least, we're putting at least nine or 10 things on this, on this album. And um, I'm doing a duet well, you know, like I usually, like I did a duet with my son, Gerald. I'm doing a duet with my, my daughter, Ryan. And uh, it's going to be part of this album. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the public thinks about her voice and how we can go forward with her from here. And it's a really good album. I, you know, it's very seldom that I can really listen to myself it has to be really good to listen to myself. So I've been listening to this music now for like the last two years. And so it is, and it still resonates with me. So I think it's a good piece of work. So we will see. And we um, we still can't get Candace to get on the record, can we? Yeah, well, she, you know, she what she thinks about the music business is nothing. Right. <laughs> like, so you don't want no part, and you know that, Marquez. You know that, right? I know. I know. For those of y'all that don't know, uh, one of one of uh, Eddie's daughters is Candice. Uh, she has a great singing voice, but she great never voice. wanted to sing. Great voice, amazing great. voice. She don't want no part of the music business. No, no part. part of it. And she was essentially she was running Trouble Productions, which was Gerald's company, and uh. You know, if we needed something, Candace was the boss. So uh yeah, <laughs> remember she went she went to went to school. She got a scholarship for uh for her voice, for singing. She she, she has a great, great voice, but she she has no love for the music business. None at all. And we got two things left, Pop. Uh really quick. First thing is, you know, me and you spoke about it and it came up on a blog and it was discussed a little bit here um there has been rumors of a versus between the two great <laughs> groups that tour all over the world together the ojs and the whispers how do you feel about the possibility of doing the verses with the ojs <laughs> and the whispers i know you talked to me about it you talk to Mike. I, 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 I look, look, look. I, 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 I love, I love the whispers. I love, I love. I know what they're trying to do with the verses, but you know, to me, it's just a big popularity contest. And I'm a big fan of the whispers, and I know that they're a big fan of ours. I don't feel like that we need to, to, 
prove who's got the best songs or no. People love the whispers. People love the OJs. I just think that uh, I think this is something that the 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 rap community and I think that people got stuck in the house for so long that they just are buying into you know it's really a popularity contest to me. It is not. It has no merits at all because people are going to like who they like anyway. And no matter, you know, I don't see. I just don't. I just don't see the worth of it. I, I don't see it, and it's not. And it's not that I'm scared that I might lose because you win and lose in this business. But I don't think we, that we should put ourselves in a position that we have to be. Uh, you're the best, and I'm the best, or you're the worst, and I'm better than you. I, I think that we all have our place in the business, and we should just let it go at that, and just go out and do concerts together, not, 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 uh, not be be caught up in the popularity contest. Absolutely, like at that point, I definitely do agree in regards to that. So, man, it's been truly, man, truly an honor and a privilege to have you here and like from the bottom of our hearts to the depths of our soul, man. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you guys for having me. Of hey, course. Papa. And we have LaMica. Uh, hey, since what's he going says on, him. big guy? <laughs> what's What you doing in here, man? I, you know, sometimes I, I see you just be creeping on, on, on Clubhouse and I try to get in. I always get excited when you get on here. Well, you you, you know, tomorrow we got the uh, the guy who originated uh, this this uh, what kind of music can I say? You know, we got Luke Campbell. Oh, be the Miami bass music. Miami bass. And you know, you know he, you know, Luke is uh, part of the reason why we got this this kind of music we got, right? You blaming Uncle sure. Luke? Yeah, well, he know he was the cause of this. He he know he started all of this uh, raunchy music. Uh, him and the two live crew, he know he was the one. He know he started it. I can't even... So I'm going to blame him the most tomorrow. I, I'm going to thank him the most tomorrow. Was, was, he, was, <laughs> was he bashing hip-hop the entire time? Was, what, what was he talking about? No, he, he was actually a fan of he had a great time. for sure. He was he was a, <laughs> he was one of the creators of this. Yeah. He was you know, the booty shape, the booty <laughs> girls. Hey, no mind. Am I lying? No, nah, it was him. I'm not lying at all. You're right. He you're was right. the originator of all right. that. And you know, because him and our road manager, which was Bill Wyatt, Butterball Wyatt, and they were really close. And we used to go in and out and we 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 had a relationship yeah but luke was one of the first guys to start this type of music and he's really the creator of this music and he's one of the originators and i have to give him his propers he he was a visionary to the point that he knew where he was going so he jumped in and started pushing it yeah, for sure. And Lamike, I just want to say you will be proud. Pop, Pop did great today. Uh, 
He he didn't he didn't hate on hip hop. He praised hip hop. He, he he didn't say anything crazy, did he? No, he no, did, not too he much. Did awesome today. Not not too much. You did. He did. You did do something. You did do something. What did he do? What did he do? No, it's all it's all good, Lamica. Oh God, no. Oh, no, he didn't do anything. He didn't mess up the money, man. No, you, no it, you're man. good. No, you're good. He, he was definitely an amazing, amazing guest, and he was our very first guest of WOAC Radio, and it was truly an honor. Uh, but I would like to ask, uh, Mr. Levert, since you are our very first guest of WOAC Radio, would you mind doing a quick? drop for us like just something really quick saying hey this is a Levert, and you're listening to woac radio if you can actually do that for us please listen this is eddie Levert, and if you are not listening to woac radio i'll see you soon booyah i love it i love, I love it, it. <laughs> thank you so much wait wait wait, wait. why is that a <laughs> but yeah, because I gotta do that. That's hey, that's how we do it, Quez. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you should know by now. Oh my gosh, of oh, man, it was truly an honor, and you have been truly, truly a joy. I was rather speechless the entire time. So thank you, Mister Eddie Lavert of the Mighty Mighty OJs. Make sure you check out. His solo project coming soon. Of course, the OJ's out on the road. A couple of our people in the audience hoping that you make a London stop soon to London town because we have some overseas listeners as well. So hopefully that's in the plans. Um, yes, all of that. We're gonna uh, we're gonna make the right. Remember the name of the album that I'm putting out this month. Solo effort is called It Ain't Easy. Easy. Yes, it ain't not easy. easy. Not E A S Y. It's E Z. Here we go. Love it. Love it. And of course, man, I, I can't even, like, I'm just cheesing the entire time. Mr. <laughs> Levert, thank you. 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 We appreciate you for sure. Uh, the, uh, the Lamica? What's up, man? Get your questions ready for Luke. Man. Well, have you, well, listen. I I called you yesterday. Where you been? I don't I don't understand. You don't love I've me. I've been I've been painting, me. man. I've huh? been painting ever since I saw that guy got seven million dollars for that painting. I've been I locked myself in this room and been painting. I'm coming up with Come something. Come on, Father, that's Anything. grand. I mean, I feel like, you know, you could you could put the, the brush down to talk to your grandchildren. That's all I've <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't know. What did you want? Nothing. I just like bothering you. Well, I've been watching Snowfall. Too. Yes. Hey. All right, now. See, Franklin is really, he's really... He shot white boy Rob. Oh wait, man! Yes. Don't stop! Don't, don't you don't know? <laughs> can't do any spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like six months ago, me and him were just chilling at the house for like two months straight, and we watched all the Breaking Bad. We watched all the Snowfall. 
We watched all the better calls. I gotta get into Dexter. Better calls, all yeah, yeah. So Dexter gotta be on your list. We watched Ozark too. Oh yeah, yeah. and then I put them on Ozark. Loves Ozark. Loves Ozark. So yeah, yeah. But uh, Dexter, Dexter gets bad. Dexter gets bad after uh, one of those seasons. Dexter. Huh? No, EJ's a Dexter okay. fan. That's my EJ's a Dexter fan, sorry, so he's yeah, biased. That's my no, show. listen, man. I, I, I love Dexter, it. and then the uh, the what's the, the the after the Trinity Killer season, it just gets bad, man. The show gets bad. It, it just it, look. They look for two months. Me and this guy just sat in my in my room and watched these programs, and he hooked me. He knew he was going to hold me. <laughs> and we, I would eat dinner in front of that TV. I would never leave the room. We would just start early in the day. And when we look around, it was midnight. And we had moved the inch from that Hey, TV. man. I love all that. Was, that was one of the most beautiful moments in my life. Just getting to, you know, eat steaks all day and kick it with my boy. That... You know, I, like I always say, you're you're my best friend, man. So that was one of the that and, was one of the and, moments. And whether me. y'all know it or not, that movie, uh, uh, nobody, great movie. Oh, with a dude from Breaking Bad. I, I feel like they're up. trying to get you yeah. off, and we just started talking about other stuff. Like I think they want you gone. Yeah. No, no, no. no hey, listen, we, we, we cool. Good. Hey, look, this this is your show now. Go for it. <laughs> Yeah, we're the guests. My guests. I, I look, I thank you for having me on, man. I just get the rambling. And because I've been in quarantine for the last two years, so just to be talking to somebody is like, great, I'm talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? Uh, actually, our girl Ashley, she has a club on Clubhouse called Show Club, which she, they definitely uh, talk about all the shows, including Snowfall. So, hey, if you are hop on Clubhouse and you see Show Club, stop on there, too. Right. That's our people yeah. as well, for sure. Uh, man, we have pop, Eddie and LaMichael Vert talking about Snowfall, man. I, I cannot believe this quest. Take it away. <laughs> Clubhouse, Clubhouse exclusive, right? Uh Pop, I love you, man. I'm actually, uh, I'm going to call you this week because I will be in Vegas uh, the 18th and 19th. I'm actually going to see Bruno Mars at um, at the MGM. Well, make sure, make sure you wear your mask because a lot of people that went to see him, they ended up catching COVID because they ain't wearing masks in a lot of these shows. I heard, I heard. And actually, I was supposed to tell you anyway, um, the whispers are getting honored at the Cannery Casino on the 19th. Um, oh, wow. It's a, Look, it's a how, special medal. How's the brothers doing? How are they doing? They're good. They're good. Because uh, I've, been, I've been seeing nobody but Lavelle and, and one of the other brothers. You, what is, What's happening with the other brothers? Because we just uh, lost. Well, uh, go ahead. Scotty, Scotty was sick for a minute. He's back out, but now Lavelle is sick. So the last two weeks we've been running with just the twin. Um, so we literally passed it off. Like once Scotty got better, he came out. I think we did one show with the three of them, and then now we're down to just the twins. But Lavelle should be back for that show in Vegas at the Cannery Casino. They're being honored by um, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. 
with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and we're giving it to them in Vegas on Saturday, March 19th at the cannery. So that's yeah. great. That's really great. And I yeah. just seen them in Detroit. And they're 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 so tight. They're doing pretty good. Did they? Hey, Marquez, have you seen nope. the, the 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 new edition show yet? Yeah, I went to the first show. I went to the one in Columbus to kick off. And it's pretty good, you know. Um, yo, yo, adopted son, <laughs> you know, my other brother JG Johnny, he does phenomenal. It's a great show, it's a great show. Well, let me just tell you this, man people on social media are so cold blooded because Bobby, Bobby Brown has gained a lot of weight, and a lot of people on social media say, I didn't know TD Jakes was in New Edition. <laughs> Yes, they've been said, they've been not the mean, no. <laughs> they know that. See, they are low. They are low. Now, oh, they, they didn't believe they me low. when I tell them. They didn't believe me when I tell them that you be on social media and you be seeing all the stuff that we see, and on Facebook you be arguing with people. On that man be on Facebook yeah, well, all day, just scrolling, scrolling <laughs> so bad. <laughs> People be like, Mr. Levert, I didn't know you felt that way. And he'd be like, I didn't know you existed. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Watch oh it, man. Because I, I, well, you know, I got to stay up on what's going on because I want to be able to relate. And like, uh, I, I just know the people on social media, they are cold blooded, man. They can't help themselves. And, and I thought that was the funniest thing because Bobby's gained a lot of weight and he does look like T.D. Jakes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to call Bobby right now. I'm about to be like, don't, uh, don't tell him I said that. Don't tell him I said that. Hilarious. Oh, my God. We, we interviewed Monique and Monique was talking to us. And she was like, you know, your 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 grandfather called me a fat ass to my face. <laughs> oh no! Like, oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lamica, that's, that's that's you know your grandfather. That's him all day. Let me tell you how he did me publicly in front of people. On oh God! Media. Please do tell I it. I posted a picture. I posted a picture, right? And this is when I was big, Lamica. Like oh, I heard I this story. Yeah, I posted this picture in this white suit. I looked amazing, right? Me and my ex-wife were going somewhere. And I, I posted the picture. I said, man, I think I cleaned up really nice. Don't I look good? The first comment is Pop. He said, no, you look fat, just like me. Oh, my gosh. This is the man. This is the man that raised me. This is the man. This is the man that... I can one thing I can say he's always been there, but boy was he rough. Oh my god! <laughs> that is Look, that is. I can't. I can't be hypocritical, guys. I got to be. I got to be honest with myself. When I look in the mirror and I know I look bad, I'm the first one to admit it. Amen. <laughs> Listen, when you call, you need to when go you back call to Eddie sleep. on the phone, he says, "I said, hey, Pop, how you doing?" Oh, <laughs> but I'm still. I'm old. Yeah, That's for me, nice. it's what he want. It's like, hey, Papa, what's going on? What do you want? <laughs> 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 hey, 
Hey, Lil Michael, when we were working, that used to be it. Because I used to call him and be like, hey, I got a deal that Toby's not letting through. So when I would call, he, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the uh, that's when you know he loves you. If he hits you with the what do you want? What what do you want? He loves you, man. He loves you. That's a fact. <laughs> Ladies and that's gentlemen, my this guy. is you're H. my guy, Marquez. You're my guy. Hey now this... for real, Pop. And you know you're mine. I appreciate all the years of you just being supportive. On the real note, y'all. When I when I when I was a kid, I used to be out with the whispers. My mom was with the whispers. And I wanted to get in the business and I wanted to work on the business side. And, you know, Pop has already heard this, obviously, but there were so many people who told me that I wouldn't make it and I wouldn't be nothing. And Pop always said, no, you can do it. You can do it. And he would say, you could do it because your ass show can't sing. But you can. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he oh helped gosh. me. He supported me. He's always been there. He's always been my ace. Um, y'all know, if you know me, you know that it's two people, two groups that I ride for to the end of the earth. And that's the Whispers and the OJs because without them, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't have all the success that I have. I wouldn't have the name that I have in this industry without Eddie LaVert, Gerald LaVert, um, Sean, Candace, everybody. And even uh, the rest of the family that y'all don't know, I, I, would, I would not be here without them. So I owe Pop everything. You take I love care, you, man. I'm gonna get off of here. You guys have a great time, and I hope you a lot of success. And W O A C, see you soon. See you soon, Mr. Lavert. Once again, the one and only, the iconic Eddie Lavert, y'all. Man, definitely an honor to have him as our very first guest of W O A C Radio. And of course, uh, shout out to Mr. Lamica Lavert as well. Uh, that is the son of Gerald Lavert. Uh, and of course, make sure you tune in tomorrow and every Wednesday uh, on their Instagram for their Instagram live show. In my opinion, make sure you check him out. Definitely some good stuff. Uh, let's get into some more music. And uh, what are we gonna play next, Quez? Uh, I think the next song up, Baby, uh, we hold might on as well me. do it since we got Eddie in here. We had Eddie and we had LaMichael. I think we should do it. Let's go ahead and do Eddie and Gerald with Baby, Hold On To Me.
W-O-A-C Radio, real talk, real topics with real people. Once again, man, appreciate the living icon, Mr. Eddie Levert of the Mighty OJs for joining us as our very first special guest, man. It was truly an honor uh, to have him as part of the conversation, and we're definitely honored and privileged to have him. And... Also honored and privileged to have Mr. LaMica LaVert as well stopping through, uh, the son of the late great Gerald LaVert. You know, he's been in our rooms before uh, with w, with uh, the original album club, so we always appreciate having him come through as well. You know how we do it. Man, I'm, I'm still like, I still have butterflies, you guys. Like, this, that, that, was, that was awesome. Hey, you probably have energy. Uh, shut up, man. All right. Clear that up. Yeah, yeah, could have. All right, so let's get back into uh, the nice, you know, topics. We'll go ahead and touch on it now. Uh, a James Brown documentary is currently in the works and will actually be produced uh, by Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones, as well as Questlove and Black Thought of the Roots. So it will be called James Brown. Say it loud, uh, and that will be a four-part documentary that is set to air on uh, A and E in 2023. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> He's been waiting. He been waiting to drop that for like two hours. <laughs> when he saw the topic and he saw James Brown in there, he got he the all over Brady. He got he it queued up. You really did, hey, you man. That. What? You know what? I think it's a good idea. I, I I love what Quest did with Summer of Soul. We did the Summer of Soul um, review this past weekend. 
And he did such a great job with that. I'm looking forward to what he does with James Brown documentary. The movie Get On Up did really well, but it didn't go in too deep about a lot of things that happened. And knowing Questlove and knowing his vast knowledge of musical history, he'll definitely be able to dive deep. And then also Mick Jagger was there for a lot of it too. So that's two people that can really bring it to light. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, go ahead, EJ. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, he has a lot of knowledge in this thing, but then this is also something he loves. Like, if you ever listen to Questlove speak, you know he, like, he his historical and musical references are crazy. So this is, this is he's basically putting together uh, a labor of love, just things that he personally likes. And then he just, it just happens to be something that the world will more than likely enjoy as well. So I'm sure it'll it'll be really good once it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, uh, Mick Jagger also produced uh, another documentary uh, on James Brown for HBO, uh, Mr. Dynamite, The Rise of James Brown. That actually came out the same year as Get On Up. So uh, definitely. Oh, that was his documentary? Yep. He served as a producer. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, that was a good documentary. So I expect this to be amazing. Absolutely, for sure. And of course, like A&E, uh, they've been doing their thing with the documentary. You know, they just aired the uh, Janet Jackson documentary. Uh, they're also getting ready to put out uh, the two-part uh, biography of Bobby Brown and also his docuseries coming out as well. So uh, A&E uh, has been doing their thing as far as, you know, bringing more stories of color uh, to the forefront as well. And I've always been like a fan of their, uh, what, their biography series? Yeah, I, I, I think that's the first biography-based, uh, 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 I want to say, programming that I've seen as a youngster. So I, I see that they're continuing and actually doing more extended history on uh, certain figures. Yeah, for sure. So definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, what they put up with there. So uh, looking forward to that. And once again, that's uh, coming out in 2023. And then, of course, you know, with Questlove on it, with him having like the reverence for black music, you know, he helped with the, you know, Janet Jackson campaign to get her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then it was also a huge advocate of uh, Prince and his music as well. And also his podcast is super bomb too. Uh, Questlove Supreme is super bomb as well. So yeah, definitely shout out to Questlove for doing this thing and shout for out to sure. Jacker as well. And also don't forget the Roots Picnic in Philadelphia. Yes. They've been doing that for years. And I've been blessed to have some of my clients on there every year. This year will be the biggest ever in um in Yeah, because um, they've been June. away for like two years. Like because Correct. of COVID and stuff. So. Because of COVID, yep. So make sure you guys check that out too. Yeah, so that's actually happening uh, June 4th through the 5th at the Man at Fairmount Park in Philly. Uh, Mary J. Blige is going to be there, Summer Walker, SWV, WizKid, uh, Kamasi Washington, uh, The Roots, of course, uh, Kirk Franklin, Money Long, Alex Isley, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, like too many people. Um, and of course, they're going to also going to have like a series of podcasts as well, including Quest Love Supreme. Uh, also, New Rory ML and Around the Way Curls, uh, several other uh, podcasts. Uh, Just Larius going to have her podcast out there as well. Um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Rakim. And then, like, I'm looking at this lineup and this is this is something else. So, you definitely want to check that out for sure. All it's right. Gonna be, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time for sure. And uh, I want to say one thing. You said Money Long, and y'all know how much I hate that song, Hours and Hours. But she did a new version of that song on Amazon Music, 
You guys can check it out on Amazon Music or you can check it out on YouTube. She did a live performance with a whole different arrangement. And now I like that song because I like that arrangement. I don't like the original arrangement. I like this new arrangement she did. So I just wanted to vindicate myself because y'all <laughs> song. So I'm yes, we Yes, we have. All right. Now, in other news, man, let's talk about Jussie Smollett. His legal team is requesting a new trial after the actor was found guilty on five of six counts of felony disorderly conduct after faking a hate crime a few years ago, back in 2019. Uh, as you know, he's actually getting ready to be sentenced later this month. As a matter of fact, uh, he is facing up to three years in prison uh, because, you know, the disorderly conduct charge is a class four felony. Uh, legal experts say that, you know, considering the fact that this is his first, you know, his first criminal offense, you know, he had a clean record prior to this, he may get probation and community service but now it looks like he might be messing it up for himself um this is this is ridiculous so uh, according to tmz uh friday he uh, asked a chicago judge uh to reverse the verdict uh to find him not guilty he claimed that his constitutional rights were violated uh, because his legal team was denied from participating in the jury selection process uh the team also alleged that prosecutors in the case had shown possible racial bias uh when selecting jurors and also pressured witnesses to give false testimony i'm sorry what I just, I just want to say his name is actually Juicy Smool Ye. The yeah, guy. man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I just yeah. want to say from the beginning, uh, this whole situation with Juicy, um, usually I, I'm, I'm, I stand up for black people regardless of the fact, but like there was something fishy from Jump about this whole situation. So I, I don't believe Juicy at all. I think Juicy did that shit. You definitely did. Because what, uh, what freaking uh, subway do y'all know is open at 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock in the and morning. Anybody know? Zero temperatures. Well, so there, whatever there they is, say he did, is, he did that shit. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. Hey, in, in, Juicy's, uh, in Juicy's defense, uh, there is a couple of subways in Chicago that's open 24 hours and New York. But this dummy picked the coldest day in history. It was like negative 20 degrees. Like he picked the coldest day on record. To he pull said they was walking around with no shirt. Men. Yeah, and then he ran inside with the noose on his neck and kept it on there until the cops came. Hey, hello. Like you, this. Like you know how when kids used to like get caught with a cigarette, and a parent make them smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. Like he should be fed Subway until he tells Speaking you. Of, like nothing else. Oh, like on the No, you know what's funny? <laughs> nothing but meatball subs and tuna subs until you tell them. One time we were on tour. This is actually funny. We were on tour with my grandfather and we were hungry and he made us wait so long to eat. So we actually all went to Subway. We ate the Subway and then he took us to dinner and as punishment, he made us order like these big meals and he made, it, made us eat them, eat it all in front of him. And uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but <laughs> it was a great story. And and I, I just want to know. I just want y'all to to know what he did to me. So that's it. Oh my gosh! Okay. First off, first off, <laughs> shout out, shout out to my little bro, Michael, for still being in here. Number one. So, um, Michael is our special guest for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Second of all, I need y'all to know that Michael lives. Lives to one up pop. So, 
Oh my god. He's, he's, <laughs> listen, man. He's literally my best friend, but he beat me. Oh my god. Everybody <laughs> needs to know he beat me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to see what happens with, with Juicy Smollett. Uh, his uh, sentencing is actually. Smoothie, whatever, smoothie, smoothie, whatever. Uh, his uh, he's said to be sentenced on March 10th, and you know, as they say, uh, he is facing up to three years in prison for each charge, uh, as well as a $25,000 fine. Now, Cook County Judge uh, James Lynn will decide if he will serve a concurrent or consecutive sentence for each of the five counts. But you know, legal experts say he may get he may get away with probation, or you know, this is Chicago we're talking about here, they're probably going to try and make an example out of him yeah he probably a year and a half at beatball subs <laughs> stop it yeah you know, i'm one of the members of our audience said that uh he should be guilty for eating subway but that's a different story neither here nor there because uh, hello well actually their wraps are pretty good i'm not even gonna lie and their soups they have some decent soup anyway that's that's neither here nor there okay so let's get into a conservatorship talk now first it was britney spears you know she just got her conservatorship eliminated and now another well-known uh pop culture figure from that age uh is looking to end her nine-year conservatorship as well uh this time it is actress amanda Bynes. y'all remember her right um she was a big Nickelodeon star. Uh, she's got her start in all that. She ended up with her own show for a while. And then she did a lot of movies, you know, Agent Cody Banks. Uh, she did the remake of Hairspray. And then her last movie was Easy A uh, with Emma Stone. So uh, she actually filed a petition on Wednesday in Cali uh, to terminate the conservatorship of her person and estate. Uh, she's been in the conservatorship under her parents since 2013. Uh, Due to you know mental illness, she also has been dealing with substance abuse as well as uh, uh, some legal troubles as well. So she is now applying to have that conservatorship terminated. Uh, her attorney, uh, David Esquiba, said that she believes her condition has improved and no longer needs protection of the court. And now they've been saying that she's been doing extremely well uh, over the past few years. You know, she's uh, in fashion design school, you know, getting her bachelor's degree and she's been, you know, meditating and has actually been living a, pre a pretty decent life. And uh, also her parents, uh, who are the conservators, uh, they're actually in support of her terminating the conservatorship. Uh, their attorney said that uh, although they will not uh, attend the virtual hearing, they support their daughter's decision and will agree to her request to end the conservatorship, uh, saying the parents are happy, thrilled to get this news. Uh, the professionals say that she is ready to make her own life choices and decisions and are so proud of her. They 100 percent support her decision to end the conservatorship. And this is honestly how conservatorship should go, right? Like not like as a means of control or anything. It's just like something, you know, as a as a backup plan until you get your shit together. So it looks like Amanda's getting her shit together. So I'm very happy to hear about that. Um, what are your thoughts, you guys? Did uh, did y'all not see when she had her breakdown that lasted like five years? Like oh, yeah, she had like set a fire in the driveway. Yeah, she set a fire in the driveway. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, she blew up her dad's lawnmower. <laughs> she was on Twitter calling black people the N word and calling uh. You know, I just um, remember that one. What a community homophobic. I just remember the the line where she said she wanted Drake to murder her vagina. I remember that. Yeah, that was wild. I remember that. I remember. That. I remember <laughs> that. Now I feel like that was the only normal part of the video, though. <laughs> I feel like she used to date Kid Cudi. But you see, but you see, it's like always the child stars 
that like grow up and then they start having like issues and everything because like this fame stuff is crazy um but i feel like everybody should have their own bit of autonomy yeah. Yeah. Well, well, correction is mostly all the uh, uh, the child stars of the Caucasian persuasion because, as far as I know, the black child stars, uh, Raven Simone, Kyla Pratt, they're doing okay. Orlando Brown. Or, or, I was gonna say, yeah, that was the first one that came to mind. I was trying, I was trying to forget him on purpose, you guys. Okay, I was trying to forget hey, him on I'm purpose. I'm telling you, Orlando <laughs> Jones, Reed is classic no he makes really good music his music is really good he just crazy that's that's <laughs> kind of, i don't want to agree but i don't want to disagree no but yeah. but I, I heard he got his life together too though i heard he just yeah, recently gave got his life to christ now he got a baby mm-hmm. a wife it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful i, I, he, I got, got one color question. context do y'all think britney spears is is all there no, no, right now, no, absolutely no, not. Lamar, yeah, okay, actually, all right. I actually asked Pop. I have a bet with Pop on how long it's gonna take until she like publicly leaves. Hey, I see. It's like if you go to her, if you see anything, you look into her eyes. You're like, yo, it's coming. Like something, <laughs> something's boiling in yeah. there. And like, I, I really feel like something's about to give. And I feel like the public kind of inserted themselves into her life. And although they probably were doing something wrong in her conservatorship, I do think like they had her in there for a reason. Like I feel like something's going on that we don't know. I mean, yeah, she is. Matter of fact, she actually uh, posted on her Instagram. Apparently, she's on vacation on the beach and stuff. She's doing a bunch of nude photos and stuff, like rolling around in the sand and stuff. Like first and foremost, how you bypass uh, Instagram's uh, terms of and conditions and stuff and showing nudity i'm like but <laughs> yeah i think she's not really fully all the way there and if it wasn't an abusive situation on her father's end then she probably it she probably still would have been the conservatorship but yeah uh, yeah it's, it's a it's a tough one well anyway congratulations to amanda it seems like she's doing a lot better though so um yeah well, I think that this I think that this last music break of the night uh, should be dedicated to all of them leaving conservatorships. So what we're going to do is we're going to play the Ohio players. I want to be free. This is WOAC Radio. Tap in, y'all. One day, child, I won't have to listen to your lie. On that day, I'll be able to make up my own mind. You know, I think I done finally realized. Yes, I have. And now I think I can put you out of my life. Yes, I am all alone. I'm gonna be free, child. I'm gonna be free, Yeah. 
W-O-A-C Radio getting into the last topic of the evening. Now, Remy Ma uh, recently appeared on Hot 97 in promotion of her new all-female rap league, Chrome 23. And during the interview, uh, she used the opportunity to exalt women, uh, stating if you're a woman, your gender is going to be placed before your occupation. Uh, But one thing that she is not championing, however women drivers yeah she actually admits that she actually turned down uh female uber drivers because she believes that women cannot drive um i think we do have a clip from that so uh let's get into it ej you got the clip it has to do with being a female like right. i tell people all the time like unfortunately whatever field you're in if you're a woman your gender is probably going to be placed before your occupation mm. like hence why we have female rappers we have female officers, female lawyers, female judge, female Uber drivers. I tell people all the time, that's like my biggest thing. If I see it, I'm declining it, I I promise you. And that's me, and I'm a whole woman. Female Uber driver, no way, no, uh uh-uh. They write in female. No, you see the picture. Because you see the picture of the person. see the picture of the driver. Why do you not want a woman Uber driver? Because I don't want a woman driver, period. Wow. Because most women can't drive. Like, I'm I'm sorry, like, (laughs) that's it. Come get me. I don't care. You can't drive? I drive amazingly. I'm NASCAR, fast car, truck, crack, <laughs> bar. I didn't talk about. But for the most part, like, I've, I've one time I got in a car and it was, in, I wanted to, wait, 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 I was wait, wait. peeling the skin off my eyelids. Like, oh she my God. Stop it. All right. Uh, well, Remy, uh, as a uh, woman who is definitely on the road a lot, um, I will have to say, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> most of us I was waiting drive. to see what you were going to say. Like, most of us can't drive worth the shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree. Like, I personally, I drive okay. I'm paranoid with my driving, so that's why. Um, but I've also been into accidents, so that's not my that's not my hill. Um, so, uh, yeah. EJ, this is two weeks in a row. My knees are not going to be able to give. <laughs> what? I fell again. I fell again. Paige, you agree? Yeah, 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 yeah. For the most oh, part, yes. I, was, I didn't know where <laughs> you were going with that. We was like, yeah, I was like, what? What? Yeah, I agree with you guys sometimes. Leave me alone. No, I'm no. saying I didn't know where Beach was going with that oh, comment. Shut up, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> Yo, you know what though? This is wild that it is two weeks in a row that she agrees with uh, us men on this stage. But yes, I do believe that um, most women, this does not mean all, so don't slide in my DMs fussing at me, ladies. But most women have a very hard time driving. 
Um, y'all do stuff like hit the curb where you turn it, and then we you come home and we see you scraped up rim, and we like how that happened, and you be like, I don't. But you bumped up against a curb. It's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay, I agree. I love this story. I don't know who put this story on the docket today, but I love it. Uh, hey, I, I think it I was love EJ. women. I don't want no issues. Um, hey, hey. Uh, he's like, I'm, 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 I don't want no smoke. I, I just my got name smoke. is Bennett, and I ain't in it. Like I already had the smoke from Eddie Levert today. I, I don't right, want any more right. issues. <laughs> hey, already, I'm over here looking over my shoulder, trying to see if somebody about to shoot me. Oh my god! Okay. Hey, what oh, caught man. me is so that I he think... said you're a miserable person. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was that was absolutely nuts. But man, what a way to end the show! All right, with me actually agreeing with anything that these men. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, but like yeah. EJ being a miserable person. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> that that I'm, might be the that might be the title of the episode. I don't know. Yes, EJ Eddie, is a miserable. Listen, my pop said, "What is wrong with you, boy?" He <laughs> said that I've been vindicated for calling him boy every day. <laughs> so when he said, "What is wrong with you, boy?" That was my calling card. So but but let us not day. forget that after we played his song, he was like, you know what? I, I see what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. And all, everything I said, <laughs> it, it came full circle like a Cheerio. Oh, my God. And on that note, I think that pretty much concludes tonight's episode of WOAC Radio. In case you missed it or if you want to relive the moments, uh, it will be available as a replay on Clubhouse. Just look up the original album, Club. No, um, no, it oh, won't. It won't. We have to stop saying that. They're not. W O oh. A C Radio, the replays leave. They are not up forever because we have a podcast. It is actually on Spotify. Spotify, yep. You, you guys make sure that you go to Spotify and you check out the podcast. There's a ton of episodes. This is episode six. So you guys have missed probably about like five episodes, which is cool. But just make sure you guys go to Spotify, type in, type in W O A C Radio. And it'll come right up, y'all. Make sure you check us out on Spotify. Leave a rating. Share it. Tell your friends. It's live, y'all. Absolutely. And once again, we definitely got to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our very special guest, the one and only Mr. Eddie Levert of the Mighty OJs. You know, the OJs getting ready to go on tour. Make sure you check him out this summer. Also be on the lookout for uh, Mr. Levert's solo project. It ain't easy. And of course, make sure you check him out on IG Live uh, with, of course, his uh, IG Live show in my opinion. Also got to give a shout out to Mr. LaMica Levert, the son of Gerald Levert for stopping through as well and chiming in on some of the topics. Uh, man, this was a great, great show. And, and yes, yes. And we also got to thank uh, Dennis Doc Williams. That is the musical director for the OJs for coming through as well. Uh, man, this is actually the t- two nights in a row that he actually uh, joined us. So of course we definitely appreciate it. And of course, all of you for listening, all of you joining us in the Clubhouse audience, and all of you listening on Spotify. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate each and every single one of you. And of course, uh, please continue to uh, continue to support us. We appreciate each and every single bit of support and the feedback. It, it means a lot to us. It really does. And of course, make sure you check us out on Clubhouse at the Original Album Club. Uh, we do great rooms. Uh, we have our, uh, I believe, our finale of the 
freaky love song bracket that is coming up on Thursday. Uh, so definitely make sure you kick it with us then uh, as I wash my hands here. Uh, but yes, this has been another riveting episode of WOAC Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Later. Wait a minute.